Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Critical Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Good, and joining me once again is my go-to podcast compadre, Mr. Joe Lieber. Joe, how are you faring this evening? I fare quite well, James. Quite well, indubitably. I always love when we start off this way, and it sounds like you're kind of British and also kind of in a storm. <laughs> you're like, I'm out here, yes, quiet. It is both reporting from the field, Jimmy. Yes, well, working from the field is it's quite blustery out here this evening. Bl- quite, bl- quite. Blustery, quite. very much. We've been to the Hundred Acre Wood. Blustery days happen, <laughs> man. That's what happens. A, a little fun little side note. Uh, my mom, this is, I don't know why I'm talking about this right now. My mom actually walked in the Hundred Acre Wood. It's more like 500 acres or something. She did not see Winnie the Pooh, though. But she's not Christopher Robin, so I don't think she'd probably run into him. That's neither here nor there. Because he died of heart disease, too much sugar and honey. Pooh? No, he can't. He's a, he's stuffed. He's good. The, the more he gets, the stronger he becomes. We've seen it. Anyway, uh, we don't talk about just Disney stuff on this show, even though sometimes we do. We like to talk about a bunch of different things. But this week, I figured we would kind of talk about something a little more specific, get a little more, you know, kind of focused in on one thing, something I've gotten to take part in just a little bit over the past couple of days, and that is the Monster Hunter Rise demo. Now, normally, this is coming out on Switch, and uh, to be honest with you guys, I wouldn't really get into it too much, uh, but I had some lovely Legionnaires who were like, you should definitely try it out. I got Nintendo's online free for a week, and I'm like, we'll give it a shot, uh, and I kind of wanted to talk about it, and Joe and I, we're, you know, we're newer to the Monster Hunter universe as far as our love goes for it, but I would, I would challenge some people and say that we love it almost as much as they do. Okay, because we we played a lot. We played a lot of Monster Hunter World. Like I know that I have. I and Joe has played at least half as much as I have as well, if not more. Almost five hundred hours. Oh, you have five hundred. Whoa. Okay, man. More like than four eighty. Four eighty. That's good. That's good. Um, but I wanted to talk about this one today because this is something that would normally like kind of pass by us. I think normally, right, Joe? Like because you don't have a Switch, I have one, but you know, yeah. I probably wouldn't play it normally. So yeah, it was, it was one of those things that was like, okay, I'll check it out because people were kind of recommending it to me. And I want to talk about my experience. And because Joe has played Monster Hunter World a bunch, he can kind of, uh, you know, weigh in, ask some questions, some hard hitting ones. And maybe I can kind of go over some of the information and um, some of the critiques I have from it. Now, again, this was just a demo. There were kind of four quests. Two of them were tutorials and then two were um, hunts that you could do. And the two hunts that you could do, they limit that number of hunts to 30. So basically what they said is it's kind of like a timed demo, but they said like you can hunt in any order. You could hunt some, the, it's the Great Izuchi. Uh, and then the other one, which name I brought up here just in case, the Mizutsuni, Mizutsuni. Um, you could hunt either of them 30 times or each of them like 15 times a piece um, to kind of level out or, you know, kind of like whatever that was going to be. And the Great Itsuchi one was like kind of an easier beginner one. And then the uh, the secondary one, Mizutsuni, was a bit more, they called it intermediate, but much, much harder. Uh, so basically what they do is I think there's kind of like an assumption here, Joe, that like a lot of people have played Monster Hunter before because they kind of throw you in. And they kind of start you off with like the wire bug, which is like that new mechanic that you probably have seen in some of the videos. People who have been following Monster Hunter Rise know what I'm talking about. But it's basically like this little guy, like this little like a bug that you throw out and you can either kind of jump vertically with it like you're rising. You see, 
because that's why they call it rise. Um, or you can kind of shoot it forward and pull yourself kind of across like a 15 foot distance. Uh, but if you're close enough to a monster, you can do like when you mount with the clutch claw, Joe, and you do like an attack to wound it. It's like that animation. So like if you have the long sword and you like do the up like wire bug and you hit a monster, you jump up and then you kind of do like the stab down type of thing. Uh, and that was all interesting and cool. I think once people are really good at that wire bug and you can kind of accumulate a few more temporarily when you're out on a hunt, you can use it for like crazy mobility. And I'm sure people are way more proficient in it than I was. I will say when I went back to Monster Hunter World, it would be nice to have that thing. However, I missed the clutch claw because I can't like, I couldn't wound monsters and I also could not um, direct them into um, like, walls and stuff um as frequently and and i didn't realize this joe but um friend of the show zora caviar said that you cannot mount monsters in this game unless you use the new mechanic of the wire bug which is if you attack them enough and using the wire bug special abilities you can eventually jump up on them and kind of control them uh, which is something i've wanted for a long time but uh basically you have a timer that pops up uh, and as I got to control a Rathian, which was incredible. Like, I don't know. I've been talking to Joe about this for so long. I'm like, I want to I wanna control these monsters. So I got to control a Rathian, which is fantastic. But you get a little timer and you get like to, you can kind of move them around. You can kind of decide what to do. And that's where you can kind of launch them. If you want to launch them into other monsters, that's the time you get to do it. Um, or launch them, like try to launch them into walls and things like that. But you have to use their, or you can use their attacks to build up a meter. And if you do it within the time, you can press like Y and B together. And you do like a, a, like a combo finisher, like wrapping, kind of sighted up on the monster. And kind of like rolled it down with a few different attacks. And I was like, whoa, this is really cool. Um, but what I was huh. told after that is you can't mount and do that move, like that thing again for 10 whole minutes. So like no matter what, you can't do like another wire bug mountain control for that 10 minute period of time which i was like oh that's like it's kind of it's a little bit debilitating because <laughs> you're just kind of like just on the ground kind of fighting it and i don't know it just makes me miss the clutch claw you know what i mean like i don't know if you would kind of if that makes sense to you sure i guess i uh <laughs> i find it interesting you can instead of just like a uh what do they call it when two monsters, a territorial brawl or oh, whatever? Oh, turf war. Turf war, yeah. yeah. Basically, you're just controlling the turf war. Exactly, for sure. Because I'm not sure if I saw any actual regular turf wars break out. I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but it felt like I was basically doing that totally. Like I was just like, I'm just rolling in there. Uh, and for a few brief moments, Joe, it felt like I was playing Evolve again. Like I was the Goliath or something, and I was fighting something else, <laughs> and I was like, I'm a big scary monster uh which i thought was really cool um but it's so weird because when i was playing this game i i could tell that you know uh, on a graphical level um and just maybe like a storage level it's not going to be as big as monster hunter world it felt very much like a testing bed like i kind of thought it would and again this was just the demo but the the map wasn't super big and the scout flies aren't even in here and I'm not sure if this is what they're going to have at release, Joe, but they have these red arrows constantly pointing towards where the monster was. Like, and on the map, you could even kind of tell right where it was. It was like, it's just red arrows, like hovering holographic <laughs> arrows. And I was like, okay, 
seems like kind of a weird decision. Uh, like it's it's weird, like thematically, to be like I know right where it is, and it's just like a red arrow because like the scout flies, they don't always lead you the best way. I'm admittedly, uh, but I kind of yeah, it makes more sense. You don't have enough clues, so they're a little faded out, and you can't yeah. tell which way they're going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It makes you want to like actually track the monster. This one is more like it's over here, and you're like, okay, and maybe that's just the demo yeah. thing. I don't know. Um, Maybe or it's a technical thing where they couldn't have a bunch of little because um, I feel like it's already pushing the limits of what the switch can do because I noticed some frame rate drops and stuff, especially when the action picked up um, alongside of playing with other people. I was like, OK, I could tell I could see where the limitations are. Uh, I actually got some footage and I'm not sure where or when I'm going to use this probably for the wishlist video for Monster Hunter World 2. But the game froze for everything except myself. And we were fighting a Rathian. And I could walk around the Rathian, and the Rathian was, like, fully paused, fully full model out in the wilderness. And it was, like, I could look at it as I walked by, and I was, like, oh, this is really cool to, like, see it from different angles and stuff. I was, like, that's really neat. Um, and there was a few kind of glitches like that. Not huge deals. Um, but I, I just felt like this is a really cool slice of, like, Monster Hunter World-ish with some cool new mechanics for people who have it on, who couldn't play it on Switch. That's what the kind of the feeling was, like, you know, coming out of it for me was that, like, okay. it's not like I could see where, like, if you played this, you'd probably right now. Um, well, and again, it's just the demo. So it's kind of I don't want to condemn the thing because um, it's probably there's going to be way more to it. And as I was told by Zora, he was saying there's a good chance there might be more monsters in this game than there were in Monster Hunter World. Because they, they could probably bring in some of the um, the assets they've used on previous games that they don't have to do like brand new 3D models or they can use like lower textures and or kind of sort of as it were. So there's a good chance we might be seeing the return of a lot of monsters from like maybe was it Monster Hunter Generations that came out last on Switch, something like that. Um, but uh, it was cool what? to see. On Switch? Yes, there was a Monster Hunter. Yeah, there's Monster Hunter Generations on Switch. There's a bunch of Monster Hunter games, yeah. <laughs> there was a Monster Hunter. It came out like a few years ago. Were they on before Switch? Uh, they were on... They've been on a bunch of different things. I don't remember if they started off on PlayStation 2, maybe? I might be really? wrong on that. I or didn't GameCube. that. Yeah, so Monster Hunter, the one we love, Monster Hunter World, is the fifth main game in the franchise, but they do offshoots kind of in between to try out new things. And while the wire bug I thought was pretty cool, it's going to take me a little bit of time to get used to the ability to kind of climb up a mountain with it. I was like, that's pretty neat. You know, the thing that I love the most, and I swear to goodness that they don't put this in Monster Hunter World 2, and we got a question about it later, but I'll come back to it. If they don't put the, Mal uh, the Palamutes in this game, I'm going to have problems. The Palamutes are the single best thing about this game for me so far. I'm a huge dog lover, though. And while they couldn't bring me items like a Palico could, because they're basically the dog version of a Palico, they are objectively better in pretty much every other way. Because not only are their attack animations way cooler to me, that's more subjective, I suppose, but the fact that I can ride on them from the get-go and control them, unlike the kind of the ride mechanic they have in the game right now for Monster Hunter World, where you can kind of like hop on a random creature that's like and track down the monster. You can't really control where it goes. The Palamute, you can. And what's even better than that, Joe, I can sharpen my sword while I'm on the back of this thing. And I'll tell you what, 
when I was going back to Monster Hunter World, I was really missing my Palamute. Because I was like, hop on the Palamute, start moving, and sharpen the sword. And you're like, oh yeah. And you're like healing, and you're like getting all these buffs and stuff. And you're just like, I'm on the back of my Palamute. And you're just like cruising, dude. Like this thing is like a, it's like a German Shepherd meets a Husky meets a Great Dane. And it's just all mixed into one beautiful thing. And then when you finish the mission, Joe, instead of doing a Kabuki dance like we normally do, I'd hop on the back of my Palamute. And then you know how it zooms in on your character when, like, the time's up and you're supposed to go back to camp? You'd, like, pet the Palamute, and the Palamute looked back at you, and it was, like, this really cute little cinematic thing. And I was like, oh, it's so cute. I love it so much. So it's like a horse dog is what you're getting at because you're riding the thing. Yeah. It must be fairly large. Well, it's not super big. I wouldn't say it's any – or I should say it's more like an Irish wolfhound. That's probably a better way to put it, kind of. But it looks kind of like a husky fox hybrid type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I loved my Palamute. I loved it so much. Uh, but I will say this, as far as the items and stuff go, it seems pretty simplified. There's probably way more to it. I I don't know if eating is a thing. I couldn't cook anything at the camps when we went out on mission. I'm not sure if they took that out, like the Palico's making you food for like buffs and things. I was like, okay, I'm not sure if that's not here or just going to be later on in the game. But would be a little more straightforward, you know, minimize some of the complications sure. of process and power and all that. Totally. Uh, but I'll say this much. The first fight against the great Izuchi, who's, it's like a velociraptor looking thing, and he's got two buddies with him. He's kind of like the great Jagras of this game. Like, he's kind of like that first thing you fight, I think, uh, that, you know, it doesn't really have any ailments that I recognized. Kind of has, like, one gimmick. Um, or he's kind of great Juros in that way too. He's got like his little backup buddies, uh, but you can take them all down pretty quickly. And I was like, this is pretty cool. He's got like this big hook on his tail that he can kind of turn around and slam and attack with you. Uh, what I liked though is I got to control him and I got to use those moves and I was like, oh, this is really cool. And I would oftentimes find him along with this, um, I think it's called the Arzuros uh, or Azuros, uh, which is kind of like this big badgery bear type guy. And so having those two kind of duke it out when I could jump on the back of one of them was pretty neat. I was like, oh, cool. So if you ever got control of one of these monsters, you could you had them for long enough where you could run kind of across the map uh, pretty quickly. Raffian, man, I didn't realize how fast Raffian can run, <laughs> but uh, you can get across the map pretty quickly to go find another monster to kind of fight with. And I was like, oh, oh, you can't cool. fly across the map. I you're... wish I was dude. That would be so cool. I don't know if that's out. Um, the Raffian we were fighting too because we uh, we basically Raffian was kind of like. Do you remember Diablos back in Monster Hunter World's beta where it, you didn't have a quest for it? It was like the Baryoth quest, but you could find it in the Wildspire Waste and you could like hunt it instead of the Baryoth. You'd be like, okay, guys, we're just going to focus oh. on this. Uh, you could do that. And that's kind of what Raffian is for this one. It's like Raffian is kind of just like around in the map. There isn't like a quest to go kill Raffian. But if you're if you're tricky enough, if you can okay. fast enough, you can do it. But yeah, no, I couldn't fly around. That would be so cool. But the ability to do the, as I told you, I think off air last week, like the poison tail, like kind of backflip attack that she does. Uh, I figured out, I think, how to use her fireball as well. It was like so cool to like use those moves that I've been like had used on me so much. <laughs> I'd be like, I could use it on somebody else. The weird thing was, and I'm not sure if this was a glitch, we cut off her tail, but she could still poison us with her tail attack. We were like, I was like, oh, well, maybe the talons. Her talons don't do that. That's a Raffalos Same thing. Same thing happens in in Monster Hunter World, doesn't it? Does, I thought she doesn't poison you anymore, She do, and she doesn't hit you nearly as hard. I don't she know loses. about that. I'm really? Pretty the sure. talon thing is only with Raffalos? The talon thing, I think, is. I'm pretty sure. 
anyway, uh, mm-hmm. it was just it was weird. The poison. There was a lot of status effects between the poison and then um, the next one I'll talk about, which had water blight and this bubble effect. I'll get to it in a second. Uh, anyway, the great Izuchi. Pretty easy, pretty straightforward. Anybody could tag it. Uh, I was using primarily the longsword. That's the one I know the best. Uh, I was trying to use the hammer a bit too because I'm a hammer boy. And I'll say that without the clutch claw, it wasn't as big a fan of the hammer. But what you can do, Joe, remember that kind of attack I taught you recently where you kind of run up a wall in Monster Hunter charged up and you kind of do the spin? You can kind of do that if you're running forward and use the vertical wire bug, you'll jump up and then you have to kind of gauge the distance, but then you'll kind of go like 15, 20 feet and then slam down. Uh, oh, that's cool. Which is cool. It'd be cooler though if you could mount them with that. Maybe that's the reason they took mounting out unless it's the wire bug mount. But I was like, oh, there's all these like aerial opportunities and they're like, mounting's out. And I'm like, what? So it just seems a little odd to me uh, why they would take it out. Maybe it'd be too easy then. I'm not sure, but uh, anyway, so that was great, Izuchi. Do you have any questions on that? Did you look that one up? Did you get to see the kind of the look of it? Kind of like I did, a yeah, raptor. a little velociraptory type deal. Yeah, kind of a little. I mean, like a slightly scary, not super intimidating, but like kind of cool in design, sleek, bird-like. I scrolled through this whole monster list, and yeah. one of my favorite ones thus far is this uh, Somnicanth. Oh, yes, we're gonna get to that one. Yes. Hard to see, but looks really cool. Yeah, and the really cool. That's perfect. I'm sure people saw it. Uh, the one, the list. I don't know if Joe, if that's the one I sent you to, but we're looking at the imore.com/slash Monster Hunter Rise list confirmed monsters so far, which came out about a week ago, and we'll kind of go over that here in a little bit because I I want to talk about that. That's a cool monster, but the one that's kind of like right next to it is the the one I was talking about before, which is the Mizutsuni. I think you would like this yeah. monster. Um, as they what do they call it? I do. The Bubble Fox Wyvern. The thing about fighting it, Joe, not only does it have the water blight, it's got water jets like the Coral Puke Puke kind of, where it shoots out like a water Ooh. jet that's like kind of like a laser kind of thing. Yeah, uh, the whole laser thing. <laughs> and then, get this, it can shoot out bubbles that circle it, and some of the bubbles uh, will just, most of them will be regular, but some of them will be red and some of them will be green. If you hit the ones that are green, you'll get health back. If you hit the ones that are red, it'll give you an attack boost. I was like, oh, this is a cool thing. That's really cool. Yeah, uh, but the trick is, if you get hit with those bubbles, you'll get this thing called Bubble Blight, and you have to use this cleanser on yourself, because if you have it, I was asking Zora, I was like, does this like make you drunk? Because it puts like extra animations on when you move, because you'll move around and you'll kind of like stumble, like you're like bubbles are on you or like you're sudsy <laughs> like you're slipping around so you have to get that off you because it throws everything off but what this thing does and i thought it was really crazy and this monster has been around in the series before but it would do this move where it could use the bubbles to slide across like the water and land and it would be moving but it would be shooting its water laser at the same time so it'd be like strafing shooting you and it'd be like going across this whole area and it was like this weird combination effect and i was like wow what is this um and one time i was able to pull off um the special wire bug move that i figured out with the uh, long sword or katana uh is like a counter because of course that sword it needs another counter right joe uh and i countered it using all like it shoots out all of its bubbles like in a quick blast and i was able to counter all of that and i was and <laughs> zora later i was like dude good job in that counter with that it was a big move and i was like 
I totally meant to do that. I was like, no, man, I just, I, I hit it at the right time. Cause like, <laughs> it's weird. Your wire bugs, you get like two, but if you use the counter, it throws both of those away. And if you miss with it, like you just kind of stand there and you're like, all right, no counter. And then like, you have to wait for your wire bugs to recharge. So it's like, it's kind of a risk reward. So huh. I, I'm sure once people get good at that, they'll be able to do those. But the problem is those mounts on the monsters, like you said, if it's only every 10 minutes, then I like that just, oh, that kills me a little, man. Like 10, like if we had to wait 10 minutes before we could. Like, yeah, but the reward you get for getting on the back of a monster is like, I'm going to kill everything with it. And like you get to do that crazy punishing move, right? I mean, you get to do it with that monster, but not to that monster. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, like, so what you're saying, you miss mounting the monster, or you miss being able to mount another monster to attack the monster? Uh, maybe a bit of both, and I miss the fact that like the, the damage you get, unless you're able to knock these monsters down more frequently, because the damage output that skyrockets when the whole team of hunters gets around a monster that's on the ground, and, you know, has been knocked over after yeah. a successful mount, like that kind of stuff. I just wonder, like, <laughs> it just, it can be really hard sometimes on these hunts earlier on if you don't have the right gear for it, and I'm just like, oh man. Some of that stuff, if you know the little tricks, can make it a lot easier. Well, do you do you get that often where uh, the monster gets knocked down and flailing about that sort of thing? I didn't get it. I, like we did get it, you know. Um, and I I don't know if they upped the chances of that happening just because, or maybe with like the blunt weapons, maybe with like a hammer, you get more chances to knock them over like that, like a stun. Okay. I didn't notice that, but I would imagine they would maybe have to kind of equate for that, you know. Uh, for people moving from Monster Hunter World over to Rise, just because like that's that's a pretty big feature that I think just makes hunts faster. And you know, I love this game, but I don't like some of these uh, fights early on, especially if you you get demoralized because like I fought that thing for forty five minutes and it carded me twice, and then we ran out of time, and I'd be like, Ugh, uh, you're killing. Me. Um, and there's a pretty big jump in health and um difficulty with uh mizutsuni uh that i noticed and that zora was telling me too he's like it's so funny because they give you this great uh, izuchi which is not that hard at all like anybody could probably do it and then there's the only other hunt you get there's no like hunt in between but this one is like you need to either have been playing monster hunter world for a long time or are still playing it because it was a like you're constantly dodging like this thing is moving and shaking and fighting all over and you're it, it moves a lot too so you're like you're like, oh god, I gotta run over here. So, how'd something like this feel on the uh, Switch controls? Okay, controller. so it's fine. I was using the uh, the Pro controller. It's pretty good. The biggest issue I have, uh, and this is just me coming from Xbox, uh, is just that like Nintendo's control uh, control scheme is just um, all the buttons are not in the place that I'm used to. I think you can manipulate that a little bit, but there were plenty of times that I had to look down and I'm like, all right, so B is where. A usually is for me and stuff like that. And I'd be like, and I'd be like really? oh, yeah, I'd be like, I got to press the, and it was so weird because in Japan and just how Nintendo has been set up for so long, like different buttons mean like I accept or yes versus no. So many times I would hit a thing and I'd be like, oh, no, it's not, I got to go back and do this, you know, like, so it was a little bit of a learning curve. I'm like, oh, God damn, like, cause you can mount yeah. or you can jump off your Palamute while it's riding full bore and you can jump and attack. And so, like, a lot of times when I'm right, right about to get to the monster, I look down and be like, all right, which one's B? Okay, B is right here. So then I get there and I'm like, okay, now this one. <laughs> like, this one, this one. Uh, but yeah, so it, it took me a little while to get used to the controls. And another thing, too, Joe, like we talked about before, instead of doing right bumper, left trigger, all that stuff, and, you know, if you're a PlayStation user, it would be R1, 
L1, L2, R2. What Nintendo has is right and left up top, but then ZL and ZR. Because Z was a button I believe they added with the N64, which was down here, if you remember. Actually, I have an oh, N64 controller. Yeah, so trigger. it was this, this one right here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this one That's right down here. That's what I shot with in 007 Goldeneye. So, yeah, that trigger, and now it's made it so it's like, well, what if there was a trigger on each of the 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 Pro controllers? So, but ZL and ZR, it's a little weird in my brain because it'll be like, all right, press ZL to do this. And I'm like, and a lot of the wirebug moves are like ZL and A or ZL and X because A is like goes forward, X is like the vertical. So I'll be like, like, because X is up here. So maybe that's what the thought is, like X is up. And A is forward. Again, it will take a while. And Monster Hunter, I'll say this, Monster Hunter World is not an easy game to get into at first either. But uh, I think I think it's still fun. Um, you know, I don't want to say that I had a bad time with it. I enjoyed it. I just, uh, the controls, I was like, okay, this is going to take me a bit. So if you're a Monster Hunter World veteran or a Monster Hunter fan, um, and you haven't been playing a lot on the Switch, just keep that in mind when you go into this demo or when you go into the game. You'll be like, okay, this might take a bit to get used to it, but every monster hunter i'm sure is a little bit like that so yeah do you have any other questions about the controls um no i don't think so okay. i mean for the most part i mean same deal just scramble buttons and you yeah. have a pro controller so it's a little different than if you had the actual joy cons but you slide those into the joining yeah thing <laughs> what i will say I is just wonder, yeah. you know those joysticks and stuff you know it's a little different yeah, oh, for sure. Uh, and I'm so happy to have this Pro Controller because it feels a lot like the Xbox controller. And yeah, the, the yeah. way they have it mapped, Your though, review doesn't necessarily uh, do it justice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I... Well, the way that... The way they have it mapped is so similar, though, to the Xbox controller in some instances. When I started using the longsword for the first time, I was like, yep, so the... I was like, so the regular combo should be this button. And it was. And I was like, and the spirit one should be this button. I couldn't pull off a spirit helmbreaker though, Joe. So I was like trying to get that off. What? And I'm like, like, why would this freaking work? And I was like, where's the really? stab animation? It's probably in there. And I just, I couldn't figure it out. But most of the other stuff was there. The weird thing on top of it, Joe, because you're a longsword user guy. Uh, so you, okay. You know how you build it up and it's like, you know, the white, the orange, the red or whatever. Also yeah. in the middle, you know how like the spirit meter is like red, always red. This yeah. one was like, yellow and then like or like blue then yellow in the middle and so i was like i was befuddled by the ui because i was like what does that mean i was like i was like what do i what's happening here so because like you could like layer the spirit on there too maybe i don't know i felt like i was crazy wow. these are just little nitpicks and also the uh <laughs> the damage numbers were much smaller because you know it's very early in the game and the uh, the text for those damage numbers is different than Monster Hunter World. So I'd like look at him like, what? like what is this? I was like, I was like, what are these, what are these numbers here? I'm like, what the, what the? <laughs> But I was Sometimes like, I almost forget about the numbers when we're playing Monster Hunter World. Like I'm like, yeah, and then like, how much are you hitting for? And I'm like, shit, I haven't been looking. <laughs> I just know they look big. As I'm long as they're, as it. long as they're like orange in that game i'm usually okay like that's how i usually but like for here i would like i would crit for like you know 18 or whatever it would be or like the high damage or like 35 and i was like yes um 
<laughs> you know, especially after coming <laughs> off a world and I'm like a late game and I'm like, eh. um, that's not this game's fault at all. Uh, I just I thought it was funny how like the even the text was a bit different. I was like, OK, also, you can turn this off and this is kind of controversial. I thought it was helpful sometimes, but I could see where it get annoying. But the, the hunters talk, Joe, the hunters will say things. Like, the hunters will be like, if you charge up an attack, they'll be like, this next hit's gonna be big! And, like, they would say that, like, again and again. Or they'd be like, watch out, it's targeting you, like the monster is. I think if you put a little bit of that in the game, it could be really useful. But, like, you can't have them yelling out, like, you're like, here comes a big attack! Like, you can't, if you're doing that all the time. Like, here comes a big attack. Like, it would be like, it would start oh, to your grade on you. That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought it was great. So, like, when I was playing with my friends, um, like, he, my character, she'd be like, oh, my gosh, she's targeting you. Like, it would, like, kind of yell out to someone or yell to me that I was being targeted. And I was like, okay, that's useful. But I think the rest of the time it could be grading. So I think if you, there should be a slider. I don't think it should be yes or no. I think it should be like a, sometimes, you know what I mean? Like a like contextual maybe like you could make it say like every time the monster does something like if it's targeting you or if it's targeting somebody else yell it out to them but don't have my little catchphrases when i do a cool move because that would be a little annoying i would think over time but maybe the japanese vo would be cuter with it yeah like, Here comes a big attack like if i was in that game and they would just it would be like repeat joe would you shut up and my <laughs> character would be like, here comes a big attack here comes a big attack you just couldn't get all the words out quickly enough you yeah. know it, yeah <laughs> i'm just imagining <laughs> because you haven't looked at the damage numbers like if i watched you play and it was just like you, you have the glaive and you're like hitting in the late games like two 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 <laughs> like Joe, you're only hitting for twos. You'd be like, yeah, dude, sometimes threes. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, like, like I notice when I'm doing big damage, like I'll see the numbers, but I don't retain it at all. So like sometimes you'll ask me, how much you hit for with that? Yeah. I'll be like, uh, and I'll like, recall one from a bit ago and it was like 60. But like when I'm using the glaive, <laughs> it's like, you know, 15, 20, 30, 35, because you're doing these spin moves and there's just a shit ton of numbers spewing out. Excuse my French. And um, (laughs) yeah, so I don't necessarily, I don't know. It's like, it was like 70 or something. And then I'll round up to like 100, you know, like 100 every three hits. Pretty much like (laughs) 1,000, whatever. It's fine. Um, Catch up, bro. Yeah. Uh, I was also talking to Zora about this, and I said, wouldn't it be cool, uh, and I, this would be for like a future game, it's not in this one, but if you've hunted a monster like 100 times, like 100 or like 50, something like a, like a high number, if at that point, on the top of your screen, they would actually give you the health bar of the monster. Because if you hunted it that many times, like your character would probably know how much health these things have. And then when you go out to hunt it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty well versed in this one. And then you could like work with other hunters that maybe haven't hunted it many times. You'd be like, yeah, we're doing really well. It only has a quarter health left, you know, because like I get the visual representation. That's still here where it's like weak and they kind of crawl away. But sometimes I think yeah. like it'd be I would cool. never want the health bar unless it was something like like late game. I mean, no, not, you know yeah, what? Yeah. I don't ever want the health bar at all. Oh, ever. OK. Ever. Yeah. I mean. Even late game, like if we're doing one of those multi multi monster hunts and we're, you know, going after a Rathalos and then some weaker monster than a bigger monster, we, you know, just a cluster of different monsters mm-hmm. that are no slouch. You know, we're not hunting a bunch of great jaggers. Um, 
you're on a time limit. I wanna I wanna feel like I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, is it gonna die on time or are we gonna get this done? I want that little bit of uh intensity and edge of your seat vibe to it, you know. I, I like that. I think it's appropriate. So I never want to actually know my progress and killing it. Minus, you know, the visual cues with the skulls and the and the tiredness or the limping away. I like that. I think that's cool and a little more subdued and more natural feeling. Um, and the same goes for like when you are on a capture mission, you know, is it going to work this time? You got to trap. All right, let's lay it down. Didn't work. We need to hit it some more. You know what I mean? I like that. And um, so, yeah, speaking of, can you capture monsters in this version? Not that I know of. I wouldn't be surprised if you could, Yay! but I saw that there were, uh, we had like electric traps and pitfall traps, and they actually have this new ability where you can find uh, like I found like electric fur or something uh, that a dung beetle had, and you can actually use this and throw it at the monster, and it can cause uh, different blights like they can cause to you. So getting in a, like a like a thunder or electric blight on them just means that everybody does more damage to it right now. I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. really cool to do like blights and stuff. Um, but yeah, so I don't know if you can capture them or not. But that's a good point. And like I said, it wouldn't be right away. I mean, like 50 fights later on, you could have a little health bar. You know what I mean? Like 50. How many Odegarans have you killed, Joe? Wouldn't it be nice to know how, how much health those things have? You know what I mean? That's all I'm trying to say. They don't put the timer on the screen either. Huh? So I'm not worried about it. I know it'll die. Let's go. I would like it personally. Once once you add the next extra uh, 200 hours that I've got in the game, Joe, you'll be like, okay, the health bar should come in. Um, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see captures come in at all. I'm trying to think of like what else I could tell you guys that like would be um, demystifying about this game so far. And again, this is only a very small slice of it. Uh, if there are going to be that many monsters to go after, then obviously there's going to be much more complexity to this. I only played on the one map. I'm guessing there will be more. I wouldn't like. I'm pretty sure there will be. This is a very more Asian-inspired Monster Hunter as well. You can see that kind of not only in the monsters, but uh, a lot of like the actual world itself. Um, even the title screen, you can tell that it's got that flair and vibe to it. So it's got its very own unique flavor as well, which is that I like that. I thought that was cool. Um, but right now, oh, you have questions, Joe? He's thinking. No, sorry. Okay, no, no, I'll say if you have a question, please feel free. Uh, I thought the demo was fine, but I don't think I would probably get this unless I knew I was going to play with other people. Unlike Monster Hunter World, where, like, the world itself, like, the verticality is cool. It just doesn't have the density or the complexity that the Monster Hunter World maps have shown me and like it doesn't make me want to like really fight on it seemed like a pretty drab map and maybe they've got better maps it just seemed really boring whereas like wild spire waste or ancient forest or you know coral highlands like all those places like are so complex and interesting and weird and there's just like so much to discover that i'm still discovering things in each of these maps you know oh yeah do you want to talk about that I want to talk about this. I know that's why we're getting we're getting to that. We're gonna to get to this. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so Joe wants to talk about uh, Ce is it Celiacanth? What's it called? Somnicanth. 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 I oh gosh, it's got something to do with sleep, doesn't it? I yeah, it's insomnia. insomnia. Um, I did not fight this one, but yes, it does have a sleep-inducing breath attack, or that's what it says here. 
So oh, great. keep that in mind. I like this one a lot. So for people who don't know, we're kind of looking at it's like a a fish snake type of thing. Uh, definitely mermaid-y. an aquatic. Yes, and apparently isn't that part of its lore that it's been mistaken to be like a mermaid from its silhouette? Like that's <laughs> that's pretty cool. I don't know how big this thing is, uh, but it looks. It looks intense. You know what I mean? It's got that look of like I'm a I'm an aquatic predator and I'm gonna I'm gonna rip you apart. And if it puts you to sleep, yeah. man, that's pretty freaky. So what did you want to talk about with it specifically? You know? The color, the design, all of it. Huh. Perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. It looks very uh swamp thingy, you know? Yeah, for sure. Or creature from the black lagoon kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. And I like the purple fins and it's just yeah. And it almost gives me a little bit of like uh, wraithy, yeah. uh, kraken vibes from For Evolve, sure. just a little bit. So I kind of liked it. I also like the Mitsusuni. Yeah, Mitsusuni. and apparently, yeah, okay, I mean, that thing's been in other me. games. It seems it, like to me, this one doesn't look as natural as a lot of the Monster Hunter World monsters. This one looks like it almost looks overly colored. Or, like, when I was fighting it in the game, it didn't feel like it was from that game. It felt like they just kind of were like... Really? Yeah. Yeah, because if I look at its photo, I mean, I don't think that really... I mean, yeah, it's maybe a little peacocky, but it's it's cool. Well, standing maybe right next to a Rathian maybe was my problem. It was like Rathian, they tried to still have, like, that photo... Kind of photorealistic Rathian from Monster Hunter World, or just, like, that kind of drab. It looks like a real creature. This one doesn't look as much like a real, like could sure. be a living breathing creature you know it's still cool well, like it's interesting you zoom in on its face and it's too bright for the camera here or something you'll have to look it up listeners but uh yeah it's got like a dragon face mm-hmm. but it has like a blend of fox their canine because it's got like the canine nose but then it's got like the ears but they're more like fins mm-hmm. um yeah it's interesting but then there's also uh furry features to it yeah it's weird it's it's it's, really kind of cool it's cool it almost feels a little over designed to me and that maybe that's my problem with it it's like it's got too many like things about it where i'm like like barry off is just like a big cat like uh well is there any other monster in like monster hunter world that has that same vibe maybe the closest is like coral puke puke but like i kind of buy it because it's like i guess it's amphibious ones are more colorful and i guess that makes sense because this one's amphibious you know maybe that plays aquatic yeah or i should sorry that's why well yeah i guess they have an amphibian um group in this one i guess amiel is technically kind of well he's pretty natural and consistent oh i love him uh which we should kind of i want to rattle off quick some of the ones that we'll be seeing in this game that we know joe the ones that we are familiar with um so starting with um the greatest creature that's ever lived i do believe we have regular jagras here i don't know about great jagras or the greatest jagras um who we got (laughs) we got rocked by a few times back in the day or at least i know i did uh my boy uh i really want him as a hunting partner but toby kadachi or as i like to call him toby kadachi uh i i really like (laughs) i really like toby kadachi um uh next on the list uh we we're talking about the coral version, but just regular Puke Puke, they say, is going to be in this one. Uh, which he's kind of maybe borderline. We were talking about before, he's got a lot going on. But I like his whole chameleon bird mix. I don't know. I buy it. Uh, Kulu Yaku, 
one of the saddest kills you're going to get early on in Monster Hunter. Uh, hopefully he's got a dumb big bird. rock. Yeah, <laughs> dumb bird. Uh, yeah, I I like I like Kuluku. Gerardados making a return. Not surprised there. There was like four or five different versions of it in Monster Hunter World. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, there was what? Beototos and Lavasioth. Those are the other two. Uh, Rathalos and Raffian couldn't have a Monster Hunter game without him. Maybe you could, but I wouldn't want to play it. Uh, Tigrex, man, T- I just, I hate Tigrex. Uh, <laughs> I hate him because of his damage. Like, he's just pure damage. Uh, one- I hate him because you hate him. One that I was surprised to see uh, is Baryoth, though. I was just talking about him, even though I meant to say Baryoth earlier, but Baryoth, one of my favorites. Sabretooth Dragon. Sabretooth, yeah, Tigery Dragon Boy. I was like, oh, that's cool to see him. Anjanath coming back, at least regular Anjanath that I'm seeing so far. I don't know if Fulgur Anjanath is going to be there. Uh, I'd like to see him. And then let's see if there's anybody else on this list that I'm familiar with. I think that's most. There's one that looks like a dang koala bear, not a returning character, but. who are you talking you about? See that? Oh, there's one that looks like a koala bear. I was like, that one's too cute to kill. Oh, the uh, it's Lagambi, Lagambi, yeah. Which Andy has a cool name. Damn. The one we were talking about last time, Joe, and they have a great picture of him here. But it's Gosharag, the one that can like, it's like a yeti, and then he can like spit out ice that and turn into a blade. Probably that one next to Somnicanth is probably my favorite. That one's neat. Yeah, I think that's really cool. And I'm really interested to see like what else they do have as far as the new stuff goes. Uh, I would love to see Nair Gigante come back. You know, that's just, I'm a big fan of him. Um, I looked up his song, Joe, like what his song, the title of it is. And it said, I think I'll paraphrase a little bit. It said like, even the elder dragons um, tremble in fear. Like that's like the title of his song. And I was like, that's uh, like, like if i could summon nergigante in to just freaking go after fatalis be like get him boy um that'd be great but i would love to see nergigante uh i don't know if baroth just regular baroth is in this game or not he'd be cool i love little little tea kettle rock t-rex or, or t-rex that he is just charging into people smashing them into yeah. um yeah uh i don't know who else you'd want to see is there anybody i know you like legania or legiana I do, I do. Um, Valhazak. Oh, Valhazak, <laughs> supposed for sure. to like segregate the elder dragons, I guess. Oh man. Um, Why can't they be trapped? I don't know. They're magic. They're just too good for that. What if? Oh, Joe! In the next game, they had like elder dragon traps, but they it cost a lot to make. Ooh, wouldn't that be dope? That'd be Ooh. cool. Oh, and I forgot to mention that when you do the wire bug mount, when you jump off of them or they like get knocked down at the end, they're like tied down with the like the wires are on them. So they're kind of like tied to the ground. I'm like this close to getting my like Horizon Zero Dawn. I shoot like a thing into a monster and like tie it to the ground and they can't move or like a evolve like harpoon gun. I'm like so close. Um, yeah. Yeah, that would just <laughs> I would really like that. Uh I'm trying to think of who else, though. Uh, would you want all the, the Elder Dragons back, like Teostra and Kushala in there, too? No, I mean, yeah, the Elder Dragons are all fine. You know, Teostra and um, Lunastra. I actually like those two quite a bit. Like, okay. the whole, like, lion sure. with horns. Like, like, they're, they're if you really think about it, they're kind of unique. They're kind of a one-off in the whole realm of Monster Hunter World. They're very... Uh, I guess they do have kind of reptilian vibes with the tail, because if you sure. look at them, they do have some scaly markings. But other than that, they're kind of a one-off 
interesting creature. Yeah. I think Diablos would yeah. also be good, even though not an Elder Dragon. I just I think Diablos is just a fun fight. Oh, classic, yeah, and fun fight and the whole underground digging thing. Yeah, um, like a bear off. I'm waiting dig. for I'm waiting for Monster Hunter any game, whether this or the next Monster Hunter World 2. Um I want more aquatic. Yeah. I want, I want to like, like, I just don't want like water to be nearby or, uh, or a monster that has like water abilities and probably came from the water. The closest thing you ever get is Dratados, which is done well. Yeah. And even Lava Sloth, but it's the same damn thing, just different map, you know, yeah. and different elements. I, I just, I want them to capitalize more on that aquatic combat. Like, it doesn't need to be. Like, I don't need to be swimming underwater, per se. Okay. But may- maybe just, you know, kind of like where you fight Gerardados and Wildspire in that swampland area where you're up to your waist in water. Do something of that nature. Maybe have a deep pool next to it that, you know, you can go in and, like, slice and dice, but you're kind of, like, doing it one-armed haphazardly, so it's not really worth it. So you got to kind of stay along the edge of the shallows and fight. I don't know anything of that nature. I, I'll leave that to them, but I want to see something more aquatic feature because, um, in things I've looked up with Monster Hunter, I have seen kind of a roster of monsters that is like there. There's some crazy like sea monster type monsters on the roster that are pretty impressive that I'd like to see. Yeah. Uh, that reminds so. me of Zora's like we talked about recently. It's called Legiacris, uh, and they didn't. He was actually they demoed him for to be in Monster Hunter World. He's like a sea dragony kind of looking guy. Uh, he's like a pretty well-known monster hunter character. Okay. I see where you're talking about. The problem I guess they face is like the they don't want to half do the like the water combat and water has always been a problem in video games. It's rarely like an easy thing to do just as far as yeah. like movement and fighting in. But I see where you're coming yeah. from. Like give me a water snake. Big scary water they, snake. Yeah, they did a good job with it with Gerardados and they could do the same thing with basically any creature as yeah. long as it's not too big. Like if if it was monstrous and it couldn't you know disappear in that water mm-hmm. um you know i'm talking like the size of uh, i'm trying to think of a good comparison but like anginath size and bigger or something like that sure. or bigger very off you can't really or a bear off excuse me yeah i'm trying to think of yeah you can't maybe it just kind of half disappears in the water or it can like use the water to move quickly but it doesn't sure. actually submerge and disappear Whereas Dorotados, I kind of understand how it kind of can. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm saying. Anything bigger than Dorotados, like I wouldn't want to see it disappear because I know there are some pretty large um, aquatic monsters on the roster. and I wouldn't want to see them just disappear in a puddle. Like, okay, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, But I think they can use that because you can fight in that water, right? And I think utilizing that and just keep it simple. You've got the puddle. Let them fight in it. And... um, just bring a new lineup in because it'd be cool. Yeah. And aquatic, I think there's a lot of them that need to be brought in. We just need a good beach. Like they kind of have an ancient forest and there's just like coming out of the ocean and they're like, I'm on the beach and I'm going back on the water. Oh, uh, there's another idea. I just like that. I like this. I hate swamps and games, Joe, but for some odd reason, the wildfire waste gets away with it. I think it's because it's part of like the desert and it's kind of like got its own weird vibe and like it's like an oasis kind of thing. And it, it works. So, like, kudos to them for still getting, like, one or two aquatic monsters in a game that doesn't True. have that. But I know and what I, you mean. 
Yeah, and I love the water features too, where they kind of have the waterfalls over the cliff edges and mm-hmm. rocks. Mm-hmm. They do a really good job with that. It's cool. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thought is too, do an actual like creepy swamp. Oh, yeah, you know what else? Cool. Do a nighttime map. I want to see a nighttime map. Wait, are we doing a wish list for do Monster Hunter? I, World, I, I'm we going to. We're gonna we're gonna do that, and I want you to weigh in on it. But that's another thing they could totally do is just nighttime for all maps. Just like could be really cool, and it's like really harder. Cool. Or... And then that affects the monsters yep. that you hunt, like they're, they're nocturnal, nocturnal monsters. Or not. Yeah, you oh, after, you're like oh, you go after one on. that's like it's not nocturnal, but it gets angrier, but it also isn't as like healthy or as resourceful. It like runs into things. It's like really pissed, but it'll run into the more things and knock itself over. And you're like, ha ha, idiot. The nighttime would accentuate like glowing armor sets or like glowing eyes or anything like, oh my God, your sword. Dude, what if they did like a horror mode for Halloween and they shut off all the lights and you had your, it's your (laughs) scout flies. They're in a little light, like, on your helmet and wherever you're looking that's the only cone you have so you have to hunt with like four people so you're like where did it go it's just ah! it's evolve we just made evolve again but it's a third person action game um that's kind of what i picture remember that foresty map in evolve i mean oh yeah that's what i picture it was nighttime and it was kind of dark and you're finding your way around yeah yeah Yeah, it was spooky yeah i know this is monster monster hunter world yes that's true well i think they showed off a little bit of nighttime in monster hunter rise i didn't get to fight in any of it but they showed like one of the cinematics like that thing that killed like a toby kadachi um kind of the main big thing for this game and i was like oh it'd be cool to like Uh, i kind of like that tiger dragon i want to look it up quick what was it joe it was the first one on the list first one on the list i'm gonna race you you're gonna beat me magnamalo yeah Magnamalo. He's like maybe he's like the Nergigante of this game. I don't know. He's a fanged wyvern, so I don't know. But yeah, I think that'd be really cool to see. But I agree. Uh anyway, Monster Hunter Rise, uh, like I said, I think it was fun. It was good. I'm glad I got to play it with other people. It didn't shock or wow me in a way that like pulled me away from Monster Hunter World. There are things in it that I really, really like, some aspects like the Palmute, and I think if I got good or learned more of the mechanics with the wire bug and how to traverse the yeah. world, I would appreciate it. But right now, I just wanted to go back to Monster Hunter World and just go after some other stuff, because I was like, ah, just makes me miss it. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what it would take to get me to get this game, besides the fact that I would have to get a Nintendo Switch online account and three other de- like dedicated hunters. Like, It's a hard ask. You know, it's a hard ask. So Yeah, I, I'm just, come on, Monster Hunter World 2. It's coming. How long has Monster Hunter World been? How long? Twenty eighteen. It's been two and a half. Uh, I would say, I would say we might we could get an announcement for it, but it would not be in this year in twenty twenty one until the very end of it, maybe because they want to have Monster Hunter Rise get its time in the sunlight. They don't want people just going like, "Oh, why would I buy this when I can just wait for the other one to come out on PC or Xbox well, or PlayStation?" The current one is still great. So yeah. Which they're finally, I think they said, like, they're wrapping up and they're done. Like, Fatalis was, like, the last big thing. Uh, and Joe and I have actually done a little bit. Like, we've gone after Raging Brachiados, which the first couple of times we're like, this is impossible. But then uh, we struck the cadence or what I was telling him. I was like, we're going to get a cadence down. It's going to be, a, we're going to do a wall smash. We're going to do a trap. We're going to yep. do a mount. We're just going to keep going. But we, we brought them down. So all we need to do for, all I need to do is I just got to get flipping... Oh, Furious Rajang, which I'm not looking forward to, and then Fatalis, and I will feel good. And that, no, that does not mean I need to go after the tempered and arc tempered versions of these things if they exist. I, I don't need want Alatria. Oh, Alatria. Dude, 
I like Alatreon in like the combos. It'll like drop ice, it'll use lightning, and then those icicles will explode. And I'm like, that's fun. Or like it'll shoot oil and then it'll do flamethrower and it'll be like fire pools. It's just the thing moves around and hits too flippin' hard. <laughs> it's like uh, uh, it makes makes Behemoth from that Final Fantasy update a long time ago look kinda like a like a little puppy in some respects. I'm like, yeah, this isn't <laughs> <laughs> we should just go back to Behemoth and try to see if we can fight a regular one and just destroy it. Just be like, yep, you used to be a big deal, but we now know you're a or ecliptic meteor. We know the tricks, you son of a gun. I don't like those big moves like that. I, I know when they're going to do it. I got to kind of hang back and then I got to do it. And then the timing of like a stero jerky and your health booster. And... Yeah. See, Safi Jeeva at least had the decency to do that cool laser. And it was kind of like a show and you knew it was coming and you kind of run back behind thing. And you're like, wow, that's so beautiful. Like, you know, it shoot that oh. little laser beam. Thing. Yeah. But yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of those either. I would just, I like a, a fight that's more interesting mechanically. That's like why I think the Diablos one is so much fun. Little screamer pods and running into walls and. All that stuff. Breaking off the horns, cutting off the tail if you can. It's hard to do. But I enjoy it. Ah, man. But I will say this. If you didn't play Monster Hunter World or if you've played it and you have some friends on the Switch uh, and you haven't tried the demo, please do it if it's still out. Um, Or if you have that itch, and I know some of the people listening to this probably do, who want to play more Monster Hunter but don't want to play World anymore, I think that's going to scratch that for now. I just, uh, I noticed some... You know, it wasn't the same on a technical level, and I just wasn't used to the control scheme, and it just made me miss some of the familiarity I knew. But maybe there'll be way more of that in this game. Maybe there'll be way more complexity, and the hubs will be great, or the hub will be great, and your home will be great, and all this stuff. Um, Yeah, there's a few things. It was just so weird, the scout fly thing. I know it's a weird thing to focus on, but I was just like, when I played Monster Hunter, I I just, like, you feel like you're in it. But, like, stuff like this, I was like, it's just so weird. (laughs) It's over there. Run over here. Run over there. Like, the red arrow says this way. I was like, okay. Um, sure. But no loading between screens or anything, so that was nice. It was still, like, Monster Hunter World in that respect, so. Yeah, so, you know, some of those things that they may not inject in there, maybe, you know, I wonder, you know, what's what's the difference in, like, complexity of a game for, like, the Switch compared to the Xbox due to, like, just the power? I think know? it's, and that's uh, the thing, too, is I... I am not the type of person who's going to take the Switch and go play it on the bus or in a restaurant or whatever, and, you know, even pre-pandemic. But if you're one of those types of people, the ability to actually... And I I will be honest, I did not try it in handheld mode. I just played it on my television. To take Monster Hunter on the go with you, I'm sure for many, is a really cool prospect. I just don't... The problem is with some of these hunts, this is not like a 15-minute break type game. So for me, I wouldn't be like, I'm just going to do a quick hunt. Because that hunt can turn into 15 minutes really quickly. And you're like, I got to kill this really? thing. Like, you know. Uh, oh. Well, you know how Monster Hunter but is. For, like, people who, for people who, like, fly a lot for work or something. Sure. I think for yeah. those who travel a lot or, you know, stuck in a hotel room. Or their loved ones yeah. using the main TV and they have to, they want to sit on the couch next to them. And they're just like, I'm just going to play Monster Hunter. That's great. Just I don't yeah. I don't know how it runs on there. Like I said, I just encountered a few few issues but not not like game breaking uh we did have a few times where we lost connection i just i also don't i'm not a i don't know how much i trust nintendo's online structure uh right now because it's never been great and i'm just like um so just keep all that in mind uh because trying to get in a group was a little weird like we had to keep making our own like 
uh, lobbies, and then you would have to make a password for them. So it wasn't so much like, oh, Joe is online, I'm going to invite him to my party. I'm sure that'll be in there in the main game. I just know for the demo, it was a little frustrating to just try to get to play with friends. I was like, why can't I just invite like Fragadin? Like, like Fragadin, come join me. It was like, no, look up my, here's my ID. <laughs> here's the password. Plug that all sure. in. So, yeah. Um, Joe, any other final questions you have about the Monster Hunter Rise demo? Um, no, I don't think so. I, uh, I'll admit, uh, the one thing that intrigues me about it is just all the monsters. I'm kind of jealous to be yeah. honest. Oh yeah. There's so much of cool you new know, monsters in there for sure. That, that Yeti monster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there, there's some cool ones that I wish we would have gotten to see in the main game, but that's why I have, you know, monster hunter world two to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just interesting to see. Well, first of all, that's a limitless thing. You can get so creative oh, with yeah. monster designs. It's endless. Yeah. Um, it's yeah so that's what just keeps me interested in this um property it's just it's it's cool it is unlike any other triple a game that i know of that's like a games as a service this one seems to keep striking out in big ways on creativity unlike any other because it can like in destiny you can add a new like raid or a new map or something but or like in Call of Duty, you can add new guns or a new mode or something. But in this game, when you add a new monster, it's like you have familiarity with it. But there's also a lot of the unknown that comes with it too. And you're like, oh, like you, your mind starts spinning. You're like, you you could make this and this yeah. type of thing, and it'd be so cool. Like I don't know. That's why it's just such a. It's it makes me happy. It's like adult Pokemon. Like for me, not that you can't like Pokemon as an adult. I love it. It just is instead of catching monsters now, we're killing them. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, a thousand plus hours between us both, and yeah. think of the things that we still talk about, and like, oh, I wonder man. if this, and we still don't quite understand it or <laughs> yep. know for sure. Um, and just all the details, like, still, like me, I'm still like trying to augment stuff and then like uh, upgrade beyond the upgrade limit that I once had. And oh my gosh, it's just endless. Yeah, it seems and then like everything it. you hunt. I mean, I haven't made everything, and it's not my goal to make everything. But like, if there's something that sparks my interest, and I want, I like to change it up. I like diversity. So Jimmy will say I'm trying to make everything, but I'm trying to make only the things that I truly like and that I will actually use. Right? Yeah. And um, and I just love that. You know, I hunted this. Well, it rewards me with i can create this mm-hmm. and this and this and this and this and this every weapon type oh and did we mention the two armor sets mm-hmm. it, you know it's just it's just endless and and i i love that i love that complexity to a certain degree i also kind of hate it because it's a rabbit hole and next thing you know you're you know you're 15 minutes between hunts and you still didn't complete everything you wanted to with the setting this up and setting that up and making this i mean it, it's the game is a rabbit hole and a half, um, but it is a blast. Yeah. And that complexity, I think, keeps gives it the legs, you know. Oh, for sure. And I wouldn't, be, I would not be surprised to see that in this one. Again, I you when you pick character, you don't even pick character. You pick one of the 14 weapons that we're familiar with now, and they just give you a loadout, and you just spawn in with that character. So that's as far as, like, the weapon customization goes in this one. And I think they get okay. away with not yeah. adding a new weapon in this one. Because, like, the wire bug, like, moves that come with the weapons, it kind of adds another layer onto them. All I'm saying is, if in the next game they don't have some sort of... They have Palamutes, they have to, but also take the wire bug, take the clutch claw, 
and make it a thing together. Like, or give you both. Because if you have both, you're going to feel, every hunter is going to feel a little bit like Spider-Man. Not too much like Spider-Man, but just enough. And I'll be honest, that's really cool. Like, <laughs> it's going to get to a point where it's going to be so, like, the, the hunters will have so many complex maneuvers that the, the monsters are going to have to just be able to just counter them in some big way. I don't know how that's going to be, but I just think it'd be cool to see something like that. Like a clutch claw that I could just shoot out, it would grab onto a wall and I could pull myself to, but then also I could shoot it back out and hit a monster and then, you know, right in the face. Yeah. Sure. That's the dream. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm really curious anybody else who's listening to this, if you have played the demo, if you haven't played the demo, I just want to know what your thoughts are. And uh, just seriously, comment. That's all I want you to do. Comment your favorite, the monster you're looking forward to the most, or what your experience was with this demo. Or if you're looking forward to this, maybe there's some people out there who haven't played the demo, and they're like, nah, man, I'm just going to buy it. I don't care. I'm just <laughs> getting it. It's Monster Hunter. And hopefully they will be as gracious with the free stuff that Monster Hunter World was because, oh my goodness, before even Iceborne came out, and I'm never like an expansion guy, but the second Iceborne came out, because I was so rewarded with stuff over that like year, I was like, I'm going to buy this because I know it's just going to give me so much more. Like, because they just kept, there's oh, like, new monster, new monster, new monster, events, events, events. It was just like, I was like, oh my gosh. Like every time you tune in or like log in, it'd be like, hey, these three new things just happened. And you're like, how is that possible? I was just done yesterday. Like it was just, huh. it was just a, a flood, a deluge of stuff and not bad stuff, not just kind of a waste of time stuff, really um, worth your time stuff. I think anyway, again, very subjective. So yeah. Yeah. I agree. I want to I want to know what people if people are playing this and uh, a huge thank you to Fragadin and to Zora Caviar for playing on two separate occasions. We didn't group all the way up together, but I might try it again before my week is up here. Maybe, but like I said, I only played the longsword and the hammer. Like I said, pretty much really like the the versions that I know best, and it sounds like all the weapons are that way. You know forgiving the fact that the wire bug is now a new thing that I'm still learning how to use <laughs> of it. So yeah, yeah. I just, I love the idea of rotating monsters, man. And like controlling them. That's a cool, that's a cool concept. And I think it's really cool. I'll just try to bake it in uh, to the monster hunter world formula and allow me to mount more than once every 10 minutes. 10 minutes is so long. So long. Gosh, I'm sorry, <laughs> man. It's just like, you want to do it five times in a hunt, maybe four, I guess, if you're not doing it right. Like, uh, uh, anyway, Anyway, Joe, now that we're done with Monster Hunter, Rise, guess what? Yes. It's that time. It's that time we all love so much. Do you know what time it is? I'll tell you what time it is. You'll tell me what time it is. Time for Time Killers. That's right. It's time for Time Killers. And guess what? The bell tolls for you. Ever since I added in that little musical or like the little sound thing, I hope it's more ominous. It's just what we've been killing time with, honestly. So, Joe, I've been talking a ton here about Monster Hunter Rise, uh, but what have you been killing time with, buddy? Um, all the same things you have. Oh, really? Monster Hunter World. Mm -hmm. Being one of those, and I don't think I need to go into it because we just gushed about it enough. Um, what else? Oh, I've been watching a lot of Archer. Like, I'm even yeah. going back to, like, season three, watching it over again. Mm. Jimmy's like, yeah, whatever. No, it's okay. It's I, it's on brand for you, buddy. It's fine. You do what you got to do. Yeah, <laughs> no, I really like it. I think it's kind of tasteful humor. It can be a little dumb at times, but it's it's artistic enough. 
and, and it's not necessarily highbrow all the time. Sure. Um, some would say never. I would say eh, it's subtle sometimes, but um, I just like it. I, I kind of like the whole spy vibe to it, and, and that kind of switches towards the later seasons where they do that um, sequence of he's in a coma and he's dreaming up these storylines that oh, become a whole season. Yeah, you were saying content, that last you know? week, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. In the most recent season, he comes back awake, you know, and things are kind of different, and and it's uh, it's cool. I just like it. I love the guy who voices Sterling Archer. Um, I forget his name, but he does Bob's Burgers and stuff like that. And then you have um, Lana is voiced by um, oh my gosh, who's who's who is she? She does a. Uh, God, I feel like I should know or do know her. Sorry, my phone's going off. I know her name. She does um whose line is it anyway? Aisha Tyler. Aisha Tyler, thank you. So you know, there's uh, she's the cool. guy who does now I feel like I need the whole You don't need to. You can... <laughs> Just the, the girl, the lady who's the mom in Jurassic World. And if they uh, oh, yeah. chases you, run. She or does a voice of one of of one of the characters. Oh, okay. um, needless to say, I don't know. I just appreciate it. I like the animation style, and it gives me a good laugh. And it's not as call it mindless or plain Jane as like Family Guy. Okay. Or right. random, I guess I should say. There's actually a bit of a story to it, and and um, I appreciate it. So, cool. anywho, a lot of that um what else uh i think that kind of does it I, I dabbled in a little bit of star wars squadrons um i will say it's well done it's kind of cool i haven't done any of the multiplayer i was just doing training and then a uh uh like an ai match it is well done it's accurate it's stylish but I can only fly around shooting things for so long. I think I don't think I'm. I'm gonna stay committed to it. I'm probably gonna return it. But it was fun to try. I prefer I prefer Battlefront to okay Fair to enough. that. Fair enough. So cool. Yeah. Maybe one day. But that's we'll, it for me. One day we'll do squadrons together, or a different game that has squadrons in it. Maybe more fun in multiplayer. Like we like, you had an A wing and I had a Y wing, and I was like. Joe, I got some people on my tail. I need you to help me out, please. And you're like, I'll be right there. And then you like throw it onto thrusters, your engines, and you're like, and you're like, okay, like coming to get me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Joe, I'm in the Y wing. I'm just dropping bombs. I'm so scared. And they're like shooting me in the back, but then you shoot them in the back. Is that? I suppose. I don't know. know. We are fighting with your bro. It could be good. You know, I don't know. You know, I was running the stock stuff. I don't know how like advanced and custom you can get and. And, um, you know, are there different, like, interesting maps, sure. that sort of thing? Mostly space. No, I think they actually, I heard people say they did good maps for, like, being space, but they put, like, a lot of debris and, like, a lot of, like, you know, you're flying around big ships and things like that because it's sure. harder in space to do that as opposed to doing it, like, on the surface almost of a planet and, like, flying over the top of it. I yeah, I mean, of course there's that, but I like the surface of a planet idea, too. Yeah, it could but be. Anywho, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, Joe, uh, I finished up, I think I've seen this before. I've been going through like some of the DC animated movies that are on HBO Max, and some of them are pretty good, but I watched The Judas Contract, which is a Teen Titans movie, 
uh, which is it follows a storyline I believe from the comics that I know from the TV show Teen Titans, and it was it was decent. A lot of the there's like a Deathstroke. I watched the Deathstroke movie, Joe. It's like Deathstroke, Knights and Dragons, or Dragons and Knights. I don't know if we talked. Did I talk about this last week? I'm sorry if I did. It no. was fine. Uh, I am one of. I love Deathstroke. If you guys are new here, I love Deathstroke. He's so. I love him so much. The movie is so much more about his family drama, and I get it. I just there's only one thing that I I really loved from it, and I'm glad that's hand drawn. But there's a moment in the beginning when he is going through a compound, and it's like the video game I desperately want, but he's, like, ripping people apart. Like, it's stealth. He'll, like, drop on a guy and shoot him in the head and, like, kind of stuff like that, and he's, like, kind of covered in blood. Uh, Like, that, I was like, yes, this. This for two hours. Uh, But it kind of gets away from that and focuses more on, like, weird, illegitimate children and all this other stuff, and I was like, yeah! So I kind of lost a little bit of interest, but uh, Deathstroke is also in Judas Contract. He's in a bunch of things. I still just, man, the, the best version of it was in Arkham Origins, maybe, for me. Uh, but anyway, what I do want to talk about, and I, I gotta know if people want this, because I will make it if I get, like, two or three people who say they want it. Camp Cretaceous, Joe. That show, it came out with a second season already, and the first season came out back in, like, September, October? And the second season came out on Netflix. It's that those kids who are trapped in Jurassic World. And the kind of like surviving and fighting. I saw a trailer for it or whatever when I scrolled over it. It looks interesting. Dude, I... Okay, well, I really loved the first season. And we'll, if people want a review, I can do it. Or I can say it here on the show. But I, I would say you should watch the second one too. I, I almost don't want you to watch it, Joe. Because I feel like you'd ruin it. Uh, but you have to like go into it knowing that it's like... <laughs> It's TV seven, right? So it's got it's it's like like you can't be like a little little kid. At the same time, I think knowing that like the kids can't be like brutally murdered on screen <laughs> is like not gonna happen. However, that does what not mean that does not mean that the humans or the dinosaurs are safe. There are a lot of deaths in the show that are right off screen. And, like, the thought that, like, you can't see them <laughs> makes it kind of worse. Because, like, you see it, and then, like, they cut away, and they'll, like, cut to, like, a wide shot of, like, birds flying away. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> like, like, so the show is brutal. It's way more brutal than you think. Uh, but, man, it's it's such a gripping show. And every episode feels like a cliffhanger. I don't know how they did it. It is a really freaking good show i am amazed that I, I love it so much i even love all the characters but like last season the first season there were characters i hated kind of and now i love them i like love all of them i'm like i want these kids to live and they're still stuck on this island uh joe you'd be amazed man if you watch this if you like ugh. it actually looks like it's pretty good quality Streamworks, I, uh, I saw the trailer and everything and it didn't look i mean it was fine it, yeah. it was enticing i won't lie um it sounds like, I don't know, I think it would be cool to do an animated series like that, only make it adult. Could be kind of cool. Sure. I don't know why it's, it's such an You're saying this kind of has a little bit of a nuanced adultness to it, Yes, right? and it does something that the new movies don't do. It flippin' respects the dinosaurs. Like, it actually has reverence. <laughs> it has reverence, and maybe because it's a TV show, they can have more time to breathe on these things. But, like, there are moments where you, like, you see these things and, like, the music swells or they do like these kind of slower moments and I'm like, man, I miss this stuff. It used to be in like the first Jurassic Park 
And then ever since then, even Lost World and three, they don't do that anymore. There isn't like a like a oh like look at that's a that's a brachiosaurus right there. Like oh my gosh, you know, it's just like quick, everything's trying to kill you. Let's get out of here. Everything's blowing up. But yeah, there's sure. this is way more adult than you believe. And Steven Spielberg is a producer on this. I don't know how much that means he's been put into it. But in the first season, he said, I want to make sure that the kids are actually in danger. He's like, I don't want it to be like they can just not have anything happen to them. And I know I kind of ruined it maybe a little, but it's not like the kids are getting their arms bitten off or things like that. But stuff happens. People break limbs like uh, like they get hurt pretty badly. And it's like, whoa, like they're they're hurting the tweens, man. Like you're like, oh, like I didn't think they'd do that. Uh, so it keeps you invested. All right. And there's a lot of like a dinosaur slips on a chair or, you know, because you got to keep it interesting. But it's always gripping. I don't know. I saw it re- it's just a really good show. I really recommend everybody if you're a Jurassic Park fan. And you haven't really enjoyed, like, I think Jurassic World is fine. I feel like you do need to watch Jurassic World first before you watch this, because it'll give you so much more. Because you, like, watch it, and you'll be like, the first episode and a half, you're like, oh, is this just, like, a kids at camp thing? And then it changes drastically into, like, this kind of horror survival. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, yeah. we're all going to die out here. <laughs> like, um, yeah. It's well, a, plus it's yeah. based in Jurassic World, that park. Right. Yes, exactly. The and of that park. what they did in the first season, and I won't tell you if they do it in the second season or not, they don't do the whole like, hey, we found the visitor center from the first like Jurassic Park. They don't do any of that. They don't do like a let's rest on the nostalgia laurels. They like do their own stuff. And I'm like, yes, like, <laughs> like, that's so cool. Like they they do their own thing. And I love Jurassic Park, but I just I don't like constantly being reminded of like, oh, remember that that movie you love so much more than anything else? I'm like, eh. so if you like Jurassic Park at all, and and you want to watch something that's actually pretty pretty intense for a kid show, I highly recommend it. DreamWorks knows what they're doing, and I really want to find the creative people behind this show, Joe, and get them on the show and be like, why did you? Were you guys like, let's get a bunch of kids and put them on Jurassic World and see how long we can keep them alive? Like, <laughs> like what was the what's the driving force behind this show? Because it's not like characters we know from the movies there's only like one or two that have popped up but besides that nobody else it's just like all brand new characters i'm like oh okay yeah also bradley whitford if anybody knows him is in this season and i was like huh they got bradley whitford okay here we go it's good any uh any other questions do you have any questions about the show joe before we move on it's a negative ghost rider (laughs) did you say Ghost Rider? No, sorry. Uh, I did. People who I are did. listening to this are going to be like, well, I have a big poster of Ghost Rider in my room. Don't don't you even worry about it. Oh, by the way, a huge thank you. I was gifted three months of Games Pass from uh, one of our Legionnaires, DJ Strom. Thank you so much. And I've been playing uh, the sequel to Shadow of Mordor. I keep getting them switched. It's called Shadow of War. Wow. It's the Lord of the Rings, like Arkham. Joe, I know you tried out Mordor and you didn't like it. I didn't think, I was like, oh, it's just going to be more of the same. I I've, like I get sucked back into these games. And there's something about just, like, brutally murdering these Uruks and these Orcs. And then they, like, come back later on, and they're like, they cheated death. And they, like, talk to me like they know me. And it's like, I cut your <laughs> arm and, like, head off. How did you cheat death? Like, or, like, I cut him in half, and he comes back, he's like, he cheated death. And I'm like, did he? I'm pretty sure we, d- it was a double tap pretty hard. <laughs> they're like, I, I don't know, but uh it's really it's a fun game and uh it's w- really funny because i actually got to ride one of the 
um like the dragon like things back at um a convention a few years ago so it's it's been out since like 2018 or something and because i waited so long joe and because it's on games pass it has like all the dlc all the skins and stuff and then they got rid of all that like you could purchase orcs and orcs to join your army with like loot boxes because that's what they launched the game with there there's like a guy like a merchant in a shop and he would like sell you chests and out of a chest would it be an uruk or something and i was like oh cool so when i opened this thing up it was like an apology message right away and it was like we're sorry we're listening and it was like dated in 2018 and i was like well waited just long yeah. enough to come into this <laughs> one i was like yeah there you go so yeah i'm having a good time with that but i do plan on playing control it's like a third person game third person shooter with like telekinesis and stuff dead by daylight joe i don't know if we're gonna stream it but i have legionnaires who want to play it so that means hopefully i can hunt down some legionnaires as like a scary horror movie villain guy that sounds pretty fun right putting up Interesting. On hooks yeah, that's, that does i'm interested in that yeah so and apparently that's crossplay because they're like oh do you have it on pc apparently it's cosplay and it's on uh games Pass. man there's so many games on games Pass. like i know that there are but like looking through it again i was like oh my goodness so like huh. if you had to like get your kid a game nowadays or just get him game pass for the year i almost feel like i'd be like just get him get him the game pass just there's so much on there so much on there but yeah, so I've been indulging in that. So thank you so much to J-Strom. That was very kind of you. I appreciate that greatly. Um, and finally, we're almost out of Valkyria Chronicles 4. I spent two hours the other day playing a DLC mission where we got most of the main characters' bathing suits. And that is exactly what you want to be doing in a game focused on strategy and war. And it's everybody in a bathing suit. <laughs> ah, the anime fan service. Joe knows exactly what I'm talking about, don't you? totally loves it joe's a huge fan of the fanfic anyway joe it's time to move on to my personal favorite segment of the show community feedback and questions that's right yes too much that's good Uh, there's a roar in there now too so hopefully people hopefully people heard that let me just i'm gonna timestamp this show because it'll make it easier for me later on it'll make it so much easier for me and i'm not editing any of this out we got a question in here on our discord from the one the only mr mecca he asks us what is your pie in the sky video game crossover please include the series and what style of game you would like the crossover to be also for anybody listening or watching on youtube these questions are for you too so if you want to write in it's pretty fun we can talk about it so joe pie in the sky video game crossover if you could have anything what would you want what would you mix up You go first. Wait, well, I have to go first? Okay, fine. Easy yeah. peasy. Uh, so it's kind of cheating, but we were talking about Valkyria Chronicles 4 earlier, or I'm going to give you guys two options, that or Ghost Recon. I just want Star Wars to be mixed into either of those. I know Star Wars isn't a video game. I don't know if it has to be specifically a video game crossover, but I think it could work. I want a tactics-based or like a uh, like a special ops like Stormtrooper video game. Like, if it's Valkyria Chronicle style, it's turn-based, or if it's, like, Ghost Recon, and you're, like, the best Stormtroopers ever because you don't miss more often than not. I just think that'd be so cool. Like, uh, and I feel like it's kind of cheating because I do, like, the video game, but, like, one of them's kind of a movie franchise. I don't know if that's cheating or not, Joe, but I'm doing it anyway because it's my show. It's our show. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. That's my thought. Mm Mm-hmm. The other one, if people really want to get into it, uh, was like, and I've talked about this for a while because I made a video about it, but it's doing like Breath of the Wild, like Zelda Breath of the Wild mixed with Pokemon Snap, and it's like a Pokemon game. 
and it's like a third person open worlds adventure game but then when you go into pokemon fights you control the pokemon and you like jump around and attack with them and stuff like i don't know why we haven't made that game yet as a species like i think it's just because the old the other version just sells well every time that's what i want joe what do you want makes sense Mm -hmm. to be honest i think it'd be cool to do a star wars and you'll hate this oh god (laughs) you're gonna cringe hard I want a Star Wars Call of Duty crossover. I want Battlefront. I want Warzone. I want Warzone, but Star Wars okay. style. I know what you. Yeah, I know why you said that. But I'm. I want that Battle Royale Star Wars. Because Warzone giant map. I want that in Star Wars giant map, Warzone esque looting ground loot, buy stations. I, I want that. Um. That's my cheap answer. Okay. All right. I think what would be even greater, because I would really salivate at this one. This would be fun. I want like a. What was the last um, game that they came out? The Jedi Fallen Order, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want a game kind of similar to that. Only I want it to be the Skywalker Saga. Freaking prequels to okay, to, cool. to the latest that trilogy. I want I want sick. to be able to play through the entire storyline, start to finish with my friends. I want a oh, co-op. You want co-op? I want up the. Beautiful. I want up the. Oh, that'd be tough. That'd be really freaking tough. That'd be really tough. I like where your Two heads players at, would be difficult yet alone four but if it was like a league of jedi cool working through the storyline and you could incorporate and customize your character but incorporate styles from the movies like you could have you couldn't have darth vader's armor but you could have something similar to it depending on the side your clan chooses like you could be a dark side clan or um the light and um come on Let's just do the dark side one. Let's let's just put all of our money into the dark side one. I know there's a lot of people out there who are watching this and like, well, I would choose a Jedi. Don't lie to yourself, all right? You just you just fronting, all right? That's what you're doing. And you know what? That's totally sus. Is it weird for me to say things like that? Does it sound like I'm gonna make sus happen, Jimmy? It's never gonna. I'm gonna make fetch happen, dude. That game idea you have so fetch, baby. Um. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, I think something like that'd be cool. I know it's really kind of impossible-ish to do, so but it's um, like Star Wars Dark Souls co-op, basically. Yeah, yeah. or Star Wars Halo co-op, like because, mm. like, remember Halo? You could do co-op yeah. and play through the story mode, right? The if, campaign. Oh, man, I wish some of that nature maybe, but a little yeah. less cannon foddery and maybe actually some dialogue and story because yeah, you're playing through the entire skywalker series or saga um so start to finish you know anakin becoming darth vader but you're a side character doing quests along that storyline that maybe intertwines in it sure i know yeah there's too many hoops to jump through there and you get shut down it's pie in the sky buddy you can whatever you want in the sky how cool sky apple pie um all right, so you got it. Moving on. I actually put some thought into that one. You're all welcome. Yeah, well, I mean, I, after I gave you the Star Wars one, you know, it's like I prefaced the yeah, show with this, yeah, and I was like, it's percolating in his head, and he didn't have any. I wish you would have had the chance to play, well, maybe you still could, but the Revenge of the Sith movie tie-in, 
has co-op and you play as Obi-Wan and Anakin. And then you go, but then they kind of the path diverges later on because obviously Obi-Wan's not like walking in with Anakin to the Jedi Temple. All I'm just imagining though is when you said that type of game with like that that combat is like if I could play as Anakin fighting against like some really rookie Jedi like halfway through the game and I'm like, yeah, the game's getting harder. And then at that point, you're just like just taking these like, you know, 17 year old kids down or 50 years like just like stab stabs just like slice slice oh gosh maybe take out a few masters because anakin had to do that too or um, throw them down and then whip them through the throat behind you without even looking <laughs> you cringe at that but darth vader does it in that tunnel sequence he gets that guy's midriff yeah he no he force chokes a guy to the ceiling yep. and then without looking back at him, does a backhanded slash across him. Yeah, it goes to his chest or his stomach. Yeah, sure. Either way, that guy's effed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, he's not a child. Like, I mean, that's what they would draw the the, uh, the MPA yeah. or whatever, who was yeah. it, ESRB. I, I'm with you, though. I still want that Darth Vader game where, like, it is that way, but, like, throughout the game, you make, like, adjustments and your armor gets upgraded. Like, maybe the look doesn't change much, but it's like, oh, you have, like, a new capacitor, which allows you to have, like, 10% more force power. Or your strikes hit a little bit harder because your arms are robotic, so you can, like, tweak them. And then at the end of the game, you have, like, a Vader who's just, like, crushing people. It's, like, trying to block with a lightsaber. He's like, conquer, conquer. And it's, like, in the ground. Just, oh, my God. Darth Vader video game. For the love of God, please. <laughs> please. Uh, um, yes, I completely agree with you. Star Wars co-op, you, you're singing, you're singing my tunes, Joe. He's singing them. I love it. It's so good. Great question. We only have one more question this week, Joe, and this one comes in from, oh, it's Caden. It's Caden over here on Twitter. Thanks, Caden. He's first question. Will you ride if Palamutes are not in the next mainline monster hunter? Yep. Uh, <laughs> Joe's like, I will. And by ride, I mean, I'll be sad inside. Uh, he the asked, Palicos at Monster Hunter World are okay to me, dude. They're once okay. you, dude, once like, you ride, not like a, I don't know if no, I Palamutes. want something that's such a big feature. Dude, like, I want my guy to be the most. Uh, dude, the Palamute is what he's saying. Like you got to have the the dogs. That's uh, all right. No, dude, you you, you, you haven't lived, man. Until remember when you're jogging around in Monster Hunter World and you're like you have to go after a monster. What if you're doing that like quadruple the speed? It's that good. Yeah. It's that good. If they were to add a new weapon type to Monster Hunter, what would you want it to be? Joe, you got a weapon? I know yours. Scythe. Dude, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I think you could make a scythe that's more interesting than would the longsword. Would you have that longsword from, uh, what's his name? Alatreon. Yeah, which looks like a scythe. Then you've got the uh, the Sin blades, dual blades from... Oh, okay, that just, like little sure, but I'm thinking you're gonna. I want to make my scythe like okay. So I'm trying to think of some weapons in Monster Hunter that don't like physically make sense, but like I want it to be like the Dark Siders two scythe where I can like whip it out, it like spins and then it comes back to me. Can I put like a little rope on it and it can come back? Like I don't want a sickle. I want a flipping scythe. Like that's as big as I am, but I want to be like <laughs> and then pull, like pull it back. That'd be kind of dope, right? Like yeah. I mean, would you do anything like a whip? No, I. Switch Axe is kind of weird. Whip, yeah. Switch Axe is a weird one that's cool. I, lo- I really like yeah, that Yeah, I, I, I was thinking, like, is there anything... What like, a true axe? Would it be too boring? I've wondered about that, too. Would it be There's too boring? There's a hammer, boring? Jimmy, for crying out loud. I know, but then how is it different than the... <laughs> how would it be different? But is it the same as an axe? Is that the same people would say longsword is the same as a scythe? I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you might be right, but I don't know. I, you know, like I have Pandemonium's Wrath or Root, <laughs> whatever yeah. the uh, cool, the end game, the final Valhazak hammer is. That's an axe, bro, but it doesn't really do axe things. It just kind of hey. sounds a little bit like it. Well, you also hit with the other side that isn't an axe. Oh, whatever. Anyway, the tendril yeah. side or whatever. I know what you mean. Or the, the I think an axe quill. could be cool. Yeah. I'm not sure what else you would do. I, man, I was just thinking, would like a scythe be too... I'm trying to think of weapons that, like... Is there any weapon I could, that you think of? Maybe the glaive is the craziest, because, like... You're sp- you jump up in the air and you're like spinning it around like it it, it does yeah, kind of defy. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, Kinsect glaive is crazy. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying like, could I put a scythe in here that could come back to me that people would buy, or would people be like, that's stupid and it's too over the top? Like, is that where I, it breaks I love, it? I love the glaive. I think the glaive is kind of a cherry topper on the Sunday because I mean I love the fact that it's like a two parter. Like, not only do you have the weapon. But now you gotta like deal with the kinsects over mm-hmm. here, you know. Like they're a whole nother weapon on the weapon. Yeah. That's why it takes <laughs> like that. That's why it I, takes I so really long cool. for us to go out on another hunt. He's like, oh, I'm dealing with the kinsects. I'm like, remember to grab your flashbugs. We'll get out of the mission. Did you got your flashbugs? Oh no. We've been there we're, we're there for ten minutes. Sorry. Sorry I to bring the big bug to Yeah. <laughs> uh another weapon idea I've had if they do like marry the wire bug and the clutch claw is like big kind of mechanical knuckles or fists that you'd see on like a mech suit you know what i mean like what if you like clutch clawed onto a monster and just punched it in the face like you know wouldn't that be a cool weapon it's like you're a boxer you're like sounds really rude that'd be so cool or like rocket punch like they kind of have like characters and like mobas that can like you could like jet forward with it and punch it that'd be kind of cool right okay like an iron fist thing from like you're like iron man like he's got like you've got like Iron Man gauntlets. No, like the gauntlet from Doom Doom Fist from Do, Overwatch. Yes, yes. I thought you were gonna be like Iron Fist. Like he's got he's like I've Sorry. got chi in my Sorry, hand. Yeah. I'm like, Do the Iron no, Fist movie. He's like I can't. Wrong thing. Yeah. Doom Fist from Overwatch, chargeable attacks and air acrobatical things. That could be cool. I like I that. I like I that. Uh, do you think you would try a main? Uh, do you think you would try to main a new weapon in Rise or stick with what you know? Clearly, I stuck with what I knew. Um, I tried. Yeah, I don't know. I, I always wanted to try Charge Blade in the regular Monster Hunter world, but it's just, no, I don't like the complicatedness of it. I'll say this much like, right now. So far. Joe Caden was rolling, or Zora was rolling uh, a lance, a straight up lance, and he was great with it. He was doing good stuff. I was like, he was just moving around. He's like, dink, 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 dink. Ding, ding, ding. I was like, oh, look, yeah. he's doing work. We did a lot of work. It was great. He was very For certain good. monsters, unless you have a big crew, it's hard to do enough DPS. He was doing it, man. His DPS was high. Yeah, yeah it was amazing. I was like, whoa, because yeah. I know, because I was getting slapped around with my long sword. I was like, I just need to take a moment, use the cleanser, <laughs> just swing my sword get sometimes. On. Yeah, it was impressive. Oh, I love it. Oh, man, crossplay in the next game for the love of everything. Holy, please, please, please. I want to play with everybody. Um, and I know I say that, like, I don't know. I, just, I get a little worried about this, the online infrastructure of the Switch, because we just had so many problems with it. Hopefully, it's better when Monster Hunter Rise comes out. And that comes out in March, end of March. So uh, maybe by that time, you know, we'll have more people who maybe watch this and have, can tell us about their experiences. And if people desperately really want me to play it, then I'd probably consider it. But right now, I'm kind of like, I'm okay. Okay, I still got to finish up stuff in World. Anyway, thank you so much for writing into this show, guys. I do appreciate it. Huge thanks. 
go out to Zora Caviar and to Mecha Recca. Appreciate that. If you guys ever have an idea, a topic, or just a question for the show, um, just all you have to do is tweet the hashtag Critical Podcast or post it in our Discord under the podcast questions. If you want to link to the Discord, let us know. But uh, yeah, you can tweet it at GoCritical or at me personally. I'm a JimmyGood013 because Twitter won't give me Jimmy Good. I don't know why that person's not even using it. Anyway, Joe, where can they find <laughs> you on Twitter? I am at Joe Lever underscore 627. That's right. You get to use my full name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, we got a tweet here from Ryan Layman 3. Uh, he tagged Canada Dry in here and he said, had to have my wife pick some up after Joe's Canada Dry endorsement on last week's podcast. And there's a picture of uh, Canada Dry ginger ale. So, Canada Dry, if you are watching this, you're welcome. And we can't wait to partner up with you real soon because I will deck everything out in Canada Dry. Like, I like Canada Dry. I legit do. Like, I, mean, I, I do. I like it. You Even can get the like diet. Dry I'll, cranberry. I'll yeah. take the regular. I like the, yeah. I'm good with the, you know. It's I'm fine good. with any of them. I don't care. It's ginger ale. I love Dude, it. Yeah, it's like good anytime. And guess what? Like, would your stomach ever be upset again? No, it'd be like more ginger, please. I don't know if I told you this, but once on a trip, I got like food poisoning and the person I was with were like touring me around and I kept ordering like Sprite and ginger ale everywhere. And they finally asked me like, so like, are you like a big fan of Sprite or like ginger ale? Like you're like a connoisseur of like these. I was like, no, I just don't <laughs> feel good. <laughs> it's just like meal after meal after meal i'm just like just can you have like a ginger ale or like a sprite or something <laughs> it's like oh yeah or so, you can just drink it for pleasure because it's so good drink it for pleasure yeah uh for sure dude totally yeah so uh canada dry looking forward to that thank you so much anyway uh i hope you guys had a great time here today and like i said before all you have to do seriously if you're watching this on youtube just leave a comment or just uh, let us know how we're doing and which ways we can improve or like i said things you want to see in the future it's up to you all right okay well thank you for being here today joe i appreciate you listening to me talk about monster hunter rise for like an hour or so i enjoyed it jimmy good i appreciate appreciate you i no there we go i appreciate you too buddy it hurts you stabbed me right in the heart got Got him you got me you got me anyway all right until next time guys just remember to adapt and overcome